Oh, here's my awesome catch line, everybody. My catch line, everybody has to have a catch phrase. And my catch phrase is, hey, everybody out there in music video land. Uh, my name is Adam Fairholm, and welcome to, <clears throat> oh, God, another edition of the Music Video Land podcast, the weekly, uh, little weekly roundup that we do. Um, with myself, I am Adam Fairholm, one of the uh, creators, creators of uh, imvdb.com, the Internet Music Video Database. And uh, with me, uh, as per usual, is Mr. Douglas Klinger. Doug, how are you? Super good. That's my catchphrase. <laughs> we all have a catchphrase. And then a man who does not have a catchphrase as of yet, but we can probably fix that, is Mr. Adam Alexander of Fringe Music Fix. Adam, how are you? I'm excellent. You can, what do you think you, of what do you think of like sizzle pop? How about that? <laughs> how about that for your thing? How you how you, how you doing, Adam? Sizzle pop. It like doesn't make any sense, but it's exciting and it's fresh. And then every time we we ask you or, or anytime like you interject with anything, it's like zip 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 zip, zip, zip it a zap rap. Sizzle pop. Try try one of the, try any of those and it, at any point. Or like... It would be funny. Or you could have, like, sound effects. So, like, if you liked a video, you could have, like, uh, one of those, like, uh, New Year's Eve, like... Like, that, those yeah, noisy perfect. things. And if you didn't like it, we could get you, like, a slide whistle. And, like, you rate oh, things. It's like, I think what do we'll you think alienate of that video? Alienate our few <laughs> listeners. No, because uh, this podcast... Let's, just, let's try real quick. Do, like, a, let me hear, like, a, a real quick, like positive review of something just say something was good (laughs) (laughs) so this uh this is all what we're doing as we do every week is we talk about this week in music videos because a shit ton of then the flow never stops it's like uh, somewhere along the line somebody just cut the pipe open and it's just people are making music videos and they come out every day and there's no stopping them so we catalog them and we we also attract the views and stuff like that and on Friday morning or Friday afternoon, I should say, we publish the most popular views, music videos of the weekend. This will be an interesting week because, uh, you know, right now Lily Allen's heart out there is around hovering around three million views. But we know there's a big video dropping tomorrow at noon um, from our yes. friends at Uprising Creative. Doug, tell us about it. Yes, tomorrow um, there is a um, video. <laughs> Sorry, uh, t- tomorrow there's a Rihanna video coming out that uh, we're all excited about. This one was shot recently. It's for the song What Now? And like Adam mentioned, it's directed by the Uprising Creative. Um, and uh, that comes out tomorrow at noon Eastern. Um, uh, noon Eastern, I believe. Maybe it's maybe it's noon Pacific. I'm pretty sure it's noon Eastern. Look out for that. And um, It's probably noon yeah. Eastern, but we should mention we're recording this on a Friday, Thursday night, and so uh, we released it on a, on a Friday morning, and um, so it'll just be a few hours away from that. But, you know, there have been instances where really popular videos have come along on a Friday and knocked off the number one. It, it happens, and Rihanna's uh, uh, for September, Pour It Up was the, the um, sorry, October was the most uh, popular video of October, so she has a pretty good track record right now. I think that in reality, it's definitely would be on the list. Like, it's definitely going to get the necessary views in the amount of time. What might hold it from being on our list technically is just YouTube publishing those numbers and getting it right. It could 301. Mm, yeah. <clears throat> and, and maybe we should explain for viewers what the 301 is. Yes, and because especially because uh, they've actually been st- – um, for specifically Vivo videos, it has st- – 
um, they it hasn't been happening for some of them, and they've just been counting all the views. So, um, do you want to take it? Do you think you've got a pretty good grasp of it, Adam? I think I do have a pretty good grasp. And my understanding of the 301 issue is that people always uh, people have referred to it as a caching issue, like oh, the cache is stuck at but you know 300 or 301, but it's but it's not true. It's actually YouTube. Uh, their algorithms look at how fast the video is growing, and if it's just growing really quickly, it'll just stop it at, at, at 301 to assess that the views are actual people and it's not being gamed by the system. Um, right. Because YouTube has had you know pretty big problems with that in the past, especially with music videos. So uh, that is what is happening. So once it kind of passes the test, I'm not really sure what sort of test it is, but once it passes the test, there we go. I think they probably it's just probably something that they look to see if those views come from a variety of different sources and and that kind of thing and and uh you know because if like if, if it was 300 million views and it all came from like one boat in the middle of the ocean mm. everyone knows that um there was some man on a boat watching that video over and over again um uh but yeah so it makes sense that some of the vivo accounts would kind of get a pass and and would be able to circumvent that um, that 301 issue, and so yeah, they've been giving. I've seen certain Vivo videos just count, ru- ru- have a running count. So the ones that we've seen, we've seen other videos show up on the list, uh, show up on the top ten list that came out the day of. Um, but for the most part, those have all been like they came out early in the day. They came out at like midnight or something like that. Like it wasn't, it wasn't a noon release. A noon release is gonna be, it's gonna be tough for them to get on top of that view. What right now is sitting? Um, at the top it's Lily Allen, but I actually wanted to bring but up what, some- But what gets <clears throat> them on the list at least? 39,000 is all they need to kind of crack. So I think- Yeah, it's, I a, think- low, it's a low number a week, but um, yeah. I wanted- So anyway. Yeah, actually, speaking of Vivo, um, there was an interest. I don't know if you guys saw this. I posted on Saturday uh, this comment. Reddit has an explain like I'm a, a, a subreddit called explain explain like I'm five, where people are supposedly supposed to explain you know complicated concepts simply. <clears throat> and one of the uh, question was, <clears throat> I gotta edit this up. It's fine. We one of the questions was Vivo. What is it? What does it do? And why does everybody seem to hate it? Um, so the one of the top comments there that got gold was somebody explaining kind of the origins of Vivo. Did you guys see this? I no. saw that you posted it. And Adam, did you see this? No, I didn't see it at all. So it's uh, and the source he says I was a YouTube software engineer who worked on the Vivo launch and I thought this was really interesting so I'm gonna I'll, I'll just it's really short and I'll just kind of read it and paraphrase it. Uh, he says YouTube and Google was in danger of being sued by Sony Music UMG Music to prevent a potentially devastating lawsuit. Google CEO at the time Eric Schmidt made a deal with Doug Moore CEO of Sony Music to build a parallel video platform based on YouTube technology where Sony could control the monetization settings and sell their own ads. Vivo version 1 was basically a shell website that hosted an embedded YouTube player, which in turn loaded Vivo's own ad module at runtime. This allowed YouTube to keep the music video content, provided a link was present to the official Vivo page, effectively a rebranded YouTube page. The videos were still hosted on YouTube. So, I mean, that's obviously Vivo version 1.0 a few years ago, but I thought that was a And that was pre-any ads on YouTube, right? You know, I'm not really sure about that, uh, but I think so. Yeah, because a lot of people associated ads with Vivo um, coming to YouTube, 
And uh, I, I kind of remember that kind of happening at the, along the same time too. And not to say that you know YouTube would have monetized anyway in in one way or another. But well, you know, and, and also the big thing going that's going on right now is the whole Google Plus integration of YouTube, and and people are really kind of upset with some of the changes. But um, so it's it's yeah, a, that's definitely. I kind of agree with those. It's been annoying. <laughs> it's been annoying. Yeah, it's confusing, actually. Yeah, there's a great post, a video by a guy who apparently makes his living. Apparently, people make their livings off YouTube, and um, he was just really he just laid it out and all the you know we'll link to it. Um, I'll dig it up. It was a really kind of concise video explaining like here's what they did and here's how it's completely screwed up. Like the way comments are ranked is different. Um, just the whole Google Plus integration seems to miff people, but um, that's the way it goes. But I mean, that's kind of in our ballpark a little bit because YouTube is where people, you know, watch music videos for the for the most part. You know, yeah, definitely. That is, and and when they're not watching it, there it frustrates us. Yeah, exactly. But it's on uh, Facebook, and 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 when it's when it when it's uh, when it when it premieres with um, with QVC dot com. <laughs> It's awesome, but uh, and for anybody who is interested in the kind of Facebook premiere um, thing, we did a great interview with Cameron Duddy, not because of us, because he was awesome uh, uh, last week. That you'll find in the podcast feed where he talks about at the end um, the music video premiere of Gorilla by Bruno Mars, uh, which was on Facebook, and he had some interesting inside information about that. But anyway, we should get to lay music videos. I can't, I can't believe I said that. The music videos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's. What are we doing first? Are we doing new? Are we gonna do the new ones first? Are we gonna do the faves? I said we do the. Let's talk a little bit about the top ones because the the the, the one that was is uh, maybe the number one for the week is uh, Lily Allen's Heart Out There, which made a lot of news during the week. Directed by Mr. Chris Sweeney, Christopher Sweeney, as he is credited in at uh, on and off his full name and his short name. Um, and this is we have we have him as Chris, right? Um, as a sort of canonical one, but if he's credited some different somewhere differently, we also make a note of that. Um, but this is sort of the return of Lily Allen. If anybody is uh, kind of followed her career, she put out two albums and she disappeared for a while. And she had two children and uh, married. I can't remember who she married. It was some some dude. Um, Change her name. Lily Allen. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that's a shitty joke. Um, and then, he, then he comes out. And then she comes out with this, and it's and it was a very interesting video. What did you guys think? It's a great video. I really like the video, and I like the song. Um, and I think this is a it, it like kind of addresses this a lot of the things that you're talking about, as well as a little a lot of other um cool cool funny things. What about you, well, Adam, other Adam? Yeah, I really liked it. Uh, another one of those rare occasions where the most popular uh, meets up with uh, my favorite. And this would be my number two, actually, this week. So. Really nice. Yeah. Um, and were you a Lily Allen fan before? Are, are you a Lily Allen fan in general? Oh yeah, for sure. Nice. Yeah, I am as well. And uh, I thought it was it was definitely different. Lily Allen is somebody who who is not known for playing with autotune and her voice is sort of weirdly i don't know i think a little bit needlessly autotuned in this this uh song but that's the song um but the, the whole concept is you know she's it's kind of a satirical take at videos just music videos just in the way that uh the song is kind of a satirical satirical 
take on you know I, I don't know women's issues something like that just general well, mis- misogyny objectification misogyny, yeah yeah yeah, yeah you stuff know. like that um, especially in pop I think which is kind yeah. of the irony right because she is and always has been pop right it's yeah I don't think it's like in general women women's issues she doesn't get into like any abortion talk or anything like that it's That'll about be the next video <laughs> right, right it's about, ready for about women in, in pop music and this yeah, this song kind of addresses um it in music and the video kind of um addresses it in music videos but but also in in music as well and uh um yeah it's super funny and she's really great in it she's super super funny in the video yeah it's um i mean she did definitely looks different than she did has before if we like compare her look now to like the um the Sarah Chatfield video for what's that called Elfie yeah um I mean it, so it was a clever thing to have her start kind of underneath the the um the whatever the the surgeon's table with you know, the cloth over but the the one um direct reference that I think people have been picking up on is the tear your ass into reference to blurred lines which I always thought was a there was a really kind of dumb weirdly violent lyric um, from Blurred Lines um, that she kind of, that she parodies in this. And she, def- she definitely has to, there's, Lily Allen never really airs on the side of ambiguity. Like even in, you know, like songs like The Fear and um, It's Not Fair, I think that one's called. Um, she's never, she never hints at things. So like in the song, she's like, by the way, this is a sarcasm. Um, I think I think she's always been very conscientious of the the negative aspects of pop as well as the, the upside of it, and she's always acknowledged that with the fear and, and other songs as well. This one especially. Yeah, and I actually thought she wasn't coming back. I was really, I actually was completely. I knew she was maybe working on new material. but yeah. I was completely surprised. It was. It kind of came out of really blue. quick. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, there was some speculation that because she had uh, gained a little bit of weight from the children that, that she may not return. So this was kind of addressing that issue. She was saying, like, not only am I returning, but here's this awesome thing. So Yeah, and she's like and I mean she she looks fine. I mean there's there's Oh she looks great. Yeah. I think she looks awesome. <laughs> so we should so we should mention that there was a little bit of controversy that came from this video this week as well. Most of the reception was very high, I think. Obviously a lot of people watched it. Um, three million is is relatively high for the top of the list, unless you're talking about you know Rihanna and Eminem. Three million is a, is a is a pretty solid week, and um, and uh, so so in in her parodies of uh, other music videos and objectification and stuff, she's got a a group of backup dancers who um, are twerking and dancing uh, aggressively and grinding and that kind of thing, and all of these women are black. And so um, that because of that, uh, there had been a lot of people who seemed to focus specifically on the race of these women, and uh, and have called uh, Lily Allen mean things, and um, and uh, claimed that there 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 are racial undertones used in the video or something something to that effect. And uh, so I think it's worth bringing that up. I think that that's a silly thing that they people are thinking and saying, but uh, it is a thing that they are saying and thinking. And I well, I always feel kind of <clears throat> this is this is something that is done relatively frequently, right? The using um, sort of backup hip hop dancers who are like shaking their butts around to to like ironically 
So it's you. So it's you. Seriously and ironically, I think it's like, for example, in we we don't we can't stop by Miley. It's used um, in both ways. I think right, and it's like I, I feel like it's a, it must be weird for the for the women who have who like play those who are like the people who they call when they need like you know the the people to like shake their butts around for like the, this Lily Allen video. They're like, by the way, you know this video is about you know like making fun of. The objectification of women and you the thing that you do that like we're calling you in to do is is a thing like that we're that we're kind of we're not happy of. About, yeah that right. we're not happy about so let's 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 you know and, and remember the um the, the fuck shit stack video by reggie watts he's the same yeah. thing where he's like he has a whole verse about like objectification and like you know right he's got a lampshade on women's heads yeah exactly he's got the, the the woman that he's hired you know to to be you know dance in a bikini in the video i always thought it was a weird dynamic i don't know if it really means anything but you know i just like i think like, it's, it's, still, they still have to get like a bikini chick to do the stuff like and like they like it, it does always make me think like about like the like shooting this video they still had to shoot asses like in slow motion being slapped like even though they're making fun of it and there's a deeper point with what they're doing instead of just like here look at this this shaking ass like and there's some the, great actual, shaking ass shots in this video oh they're these women are pros and I think that that's that was Lily Allen's point is that like she was she looked for the best ass shakers and these are the best you know what i mean she didn't choose these women based on their race um and she certainly wasn't going to turn people away because she was like well we need to get a white woman in here too so let's not hire this best ass shaker because she's black because we need to also have like a diverse group of ass shakers like i don't think she had binders full of white women (laughs) (laughs) and she could have picked and none of them were good enough Adam, do you do you do you get that reference? Do you guys follow American politics up there? Yeah, yeah, I okay. do remember that. That was like a Tumblr whole thing. That oh, that's everywhere. right. Yeah, I forgot. It that. was everywhere. Um, that was Here's the women. Uh, so well, well, that's the so only that's American politics that I have ever followed. <laughs> oh man, you're so and lucky. Monica, Monica Lewinsky. Oh wow, Schreiber. that's going back. Yeah, we're going. Just people are listening to this who don't even know what that is. Uh, <laughs> you're so lucky though. Whenever I whenever I go up to Canada, I turn on the news. Well, I got the Rob Ford thing, but usually it's they they don't really have much. They they just like completely ignore the the American. Uh, um, you know they're a little bit of above it. They're like, "Hey, look at what this crazy, what's what kind of crazy shit's going on in America?" And everybody laughs at laughs at them. So anyway, and, and then and the Rob Ford thing, he's glazed, he's glazed over that one. Sitting mayor actively smoking crack. That's <laughs> the fourth largest city in the that's, North America. That's a great, so he bought a, it. He so he paid for some prostitutes and he smokes crack. Have you seen the Tumblr of like it's just like it's just like the forty best pictures of him and and they all just like in context like knowing he's this crazy crackhead like all of these pictures of him just like laughing and and like dilated pupils it's just like a really what a weird story um, but well, back to Lily Allen no well we should move on from uh, from the you know the criticism that Lily Allen got was very similar to the ones that somebody in the number two spot got which is Miley Cyrus and she was in the future real and true video I don't know if you guys want to talk about this video but yeah no we should definitely yes. talk about this video but it's but the but so so real quick 
Well, whatever. We don't need to talk about the baggy vagina balloons. All <laughs> that was good. But but she's actively making fun of Miley Cyrus in this video. So like, anyway, it's complicated. Anyway. There's somebody's gonna write a dissertation paper on this. Oh, that would be sweet. When we when we put out our our uh, we I don't want to give away the playbook. Uh, future <laughs> true. Future, future real and true. Yeah, let's definitely talk about this video because I have some some um, some thoughts about this video too. I think this is uh, a really well made video. Uh, it features um, Future and Mr. Hudson as um, as uh, astronauts who go and save alien version of Miley Cyrus. Um, but like uh, uh, Adam, uh, Adam, I remember Adam Alexander. I remember you messaging us on Facebook and saying like, "Oh, well, let's." Like you, you, you basically penciled this in as the top of them, as the top of the week, and I and I thought you were going to be absolutely right too, just because Miley is in the video. But I think it's in it's uh, this this video makes me realize that it doesn't. You can't just shove Miley in a video and expect it to be the number one of the week. You still have to make like a, a good video, and I think this is a great video. You know, like I think this is a, a like I said a really well made video, and it's number two of the week. But like Miley isn't enough to be to be popular, and I. So I think that like those those videos that that she was in that did kind of knock everybody's socks off. I think it's important to kind of recognize that it wasn't just because it's Miley's in the video at this point. Like the, those videos had, had a lot of substance beyond that. Yeah, they're not impenetrable. The Miley yeah, appearances. totally. And then, so anyway, should we talk but, about the video after but, I said all that? But Adam, did you when you penciled that in? Was it would you did you see it as a high quality video? Uh, yeah, but I'm, I was more referring to Miley's in a video. This will probably be number one. <laughs> well, I think that um, for me, this video is uh, represents. And she's naked, right? Yeah, she's well, naked. I mean, it's got headline par- written partially. Miley in body paint. So this represents a little bit of. There's a bit of a. Um, I would call it a white whale, for lack of a better term, of making a good, like high high production value spaced theme space themed music video um and i think the last real good crack at it was the um katy perry featuring kanye west video for et which i think was all kinds of wrong and it wasn't the video's fault is because it was it's one of the dumbest songs in the world ever um even though it was very popular i think that this video might be uh suffering from that as well no but i feel like that They'd... It's like this song is. I mean, future is bad. Yeah, future is a terrible. Bad, future is a bad is a bad person at at things that involve a microphone and or uh, and, and wearing sunglasses. But anyway, but it's just, future it, is bad. But it's just. I think the video is so is. Uh, Rankin, which uh, directed it, uh, did a fantastic job of the look and feel of the video and the oh, pa- yeah. pacing. Of it. Yeah. Oh yeah, I think it worked really really well there. Yeah, but conceptually is weird and cre- kind of creepy, too. And it's such a bad song. Like I'm not, gonna, I can't get off of that. Like I think Miley sounds pretty it's good in it. Her, her parts uh, were good. No, yeah. Future is unbearable to listen to. I can. He's unbearable, especially his verses. Like I've, I've pretty much, I've never yeah. heard like a a Future <laughs> only verses. song. I've, I've like I've heard like future on Rick Ross songs and stuff where he's just kind of like singing the choruses and stuff and like that hasn't been terrible but to to hear him go from like chorus to him to chorus again I oh oh it was it was 
bad. Oh, so bad. It's so hard to listen to. Just like horrible sounding and and dumbass lyrics. Uh, anyway, future sucks. <laughs> yeah, it's like one of those things. It's just like like we said with with two chains. Like he's like a crazy uncle. It's like you want him to show up at, at Thanksgiving because he makes it more interesting. But like you don't want to. You don't want to go spend a, a weekend getaway with your with a crazy <laughs> uncle. Uh, I, I, I would I would spend a thousand years with two chains before I spend <laughs> before I spend a weekend with future. I think it's the uh, name of the podcast: a thousand years with two chains. So the question is: of these two million views, who tuned in for future, and who wanted to see Miley in body paint? Uh, I think at two point, I, I the video is sitting at uh, is sitting at two point. Three million views, I think. I think I'm gonna give point three to Future, <laughs> and the rest, the rest go to Miley. That's generous, though. That's pretty generous. Um, right now, I mean, Miley Cyrus is obviously like video bait. Um, even though, no, I think everything she's done has, has been has turned out to, or turned out pretty well in the view count area. But this is a, and this is the highest concept thing she's done in a while, and. Um, you know, sometimes the high concept stuff doesn't garner the views as, as much. I mean, there was a oh, lot of right. press. There was a lot of press around you know the body paint and the kind of the concept of the video, um, but it deviated a little bit from the the story the media loves, which is you know Miley out of control teen. You know the Miley out of control. You know, uh, art alien. You know doesn't really like you know have the same yeah. kind of zing to it. But anyway, it was. Um, that was a good video, um, and you know I don't I don't mind the future as much. So I have a really hard time telling just like just like country singers, I have a hard time telling between rappers. They have to be really distinctive for me to really tell the difference between them. So um, really, I mean, this guy is all auto tune. <laughs> I didn't even pick I didn't pick up on the auto tune in Lily Allen. You, but but future is a hundred percent auto tune. I don't know if he has a real voice. Like, <laughs> he might be a, just a robot. Yeah, future the robot. <laughs> So, so it's important to note, though, that Future has, like, um, I mean, his fucking name is Future. And, like, he has, like, a lot of, like, space, and and he had a uh, mixtape called The Astronaut Kid, and he... Mm, yeah. He makes, like, these... It, like, space is part of him. <laughs> uh, Stupidest thing I've ever said. I, uh, I, I but but so about- it's, like, it's, it's building on... This video builds on that. At least it's so it's not like just like like uh, I was like oh here's a song about uh, Miley and Future singing about love what uh, what should we do space like it's it's a little bit more thought out than that but like yeah you're right high concept maybe it doesn't work for this stuff you, you look at the you look at the videos that well I don't know we can't stop like kind that's of high pretty concept that's pretty high concept too I'd say. Well, I mean, so I it's not her. It's a real high concept, but yeah, I guess it's it's high concept if you're thinking about it. But it's not. It, it, it doesn't have to be. You could just say that's yeah. Miley partying in a house and going in a pool, and that's and that's not that's not high concept. I mean, <laughs> just because we though. just because we see, yeah, it's a weird party. But like, just because we see the deeper meaning in there doesn't mean everybody does. But it's like you know when Katy Perry did the whole um, you know teenage dream videos, uh, there was. You know, there was the you know last Friday night and the the um, the one with Snoop Dogg, the California Girls, that garnered a lot of attention. And then came you know th- then came the higher concept stuff like ET and like the one that got away. <clears throat> and they yeah, they're not on that level. Yeah, um, 
I want to talk about uh, Worst Behavior by Drake, though. Do you guys want to talk yeah, about we can. All right, fine. We can push through the ki- the Chris Brown directed Kid Ink video. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I mean it's it's yeah it's a it's a party video and it was and it was well done, but I don't think there's too much to talk about there. No, there's not. I'm down for I'm down to talk about Worst Behavior. Is it especially because it's a, a ten minute music video? I know. Well, <laughs> there was. I was thinking about this the other day, just watching these interminable skits on this ten minute music video. Um, and I was thinking, like, because as as we all know, hip hop has a a long standing love affair with with skits. <laughs> Their albums, they, yeah, and they've oh my god, I thank Jesus Lord every day that they moved off the albums. And I think having a skit on an album has is seen as a little old fashioned. Um, Doug, would you back me up on this? I, for the most part, yes. Um, like in about 99% of the time. The one time that I thought that the skits actually added to the album was on the Kendrick Lamar album. And, and oh, at this point, yeah, yeah. no, no, I, th- I, don't, I don't even consider those skits, though. Yeah, no, you're, they're just like little pieces because it is like part of like a longer story. I mean, there there have been times on like, um, I remember like on the Dragon opposite of H2O album, they literally, literally, there's a skit of them beating up a retarded person in a wheelchair and the, and the whole reason behind it is because they're Rough Riders. It's like they shoot him and they're just like, Rough Riders, and like that's it. Like he, he starts talking shit to him a little bit but like that skit's got nothing to do with an album. It's got no story arc. It's just them beating up a, a retarded person, and uh, and um, so uh, yeah, yeah. I definitely agree that they have. There's been some ridiculously absurd uh, skits in in hip hop history, and, and and for the most part, they're they're the worst. But I think they've moved. I mean, energy can neither be created nor destroyed. Right, and it has to be. It has to go somewhere, and I think it's it's bubbling up in music videos like this because this. I mean, the, the middle music video thing, or the middle skit that I watched the entire entirety of, <laughs> I still don't know what is going on. Um, but I mean, but the, but the thing is that the whole like the the music video portions of it are really amazing. I don't know if you guys have ever been in Memphis, um, but I've spent a little. I haven't. I've spent some time there, and uh, it was it was the people like people from Memphis are really super proud of of Memphis. So I th- I, I have to oh, I think maybe the people from Memphis like this video, but it's just it just um, uh, especially the intro with like all the you know the old studios and stuff like that was kind of cool, and then the you know the older guys the the, the guy who who's older guys whose task it was to like, deliver the Drake lines did such a, an amazing job. So so many times, like, when people take that concept... His dad? his dad is in there somewhere. Really? Uh, uh, I, yeah. I don't have any idea. It could yeah, be. Yeah, I think that might have been his dad that did that. Well, whoever it is, because there's, like, a whole a whole bunch of older guys who, like, they're, like, a band and stuff. But they, I thought he, I thought that was fantastic too, the, that guy. And uh, yeah, I, I also really enjoyed this video. It's got some similarities. The skit, obviously, it's got this. It's the skit that you're talking about has got Project Pat and Juicy J, and then Ob O'Brien and Ryan Silverstein. Those two guys are the same two guys from the started from the bottom video, mm-hmm. who are at the CVS or whatever at the drugstore. Um, and I guess the, those guys are also like. Uh, like childhood friend of Drake or something like that, but anyway, uh, that that the skit in this video is just it's it's so it's it's it seems like it's completely improvised first of all, oh, or, yeah. or and and it's just like <clears throat> excuse me, 
it's just that guy Obi O'Brien, just like, like, just like word diarrhea on on top of Project Pat and Juicy J, and he keeps he keeps he keeps calling. What does he keep calling Project Pat? Like, like, like Prodigy or something? I can't remember now. Some of a bunch of different weird. He's called yeah, yeah, like like different nicknames and stuff. I I, I think it. It goes on for a long time in this video. Like you think it's about to end when when Project Pat and Juicy J drive away, and then it goes on for like three more minutes. Uh, <laughs> and I I love the skit of the start from the bottom video. Um, yeah, that was good. Uh, and, and like I thought it was really great. I thought both these guys were really good in that skit, and I think they're good in this video too. I think it, it runs on a little bit long. Um, an interesting point is, or an interesting note, I saw Isaac Bauman who shot this video, and I think he he like. You know, it it looks beautiful, and the and the music video portion of not the skit portion, I really enjoyed. I think it's really great. Um, uh, um, he didn't even know it was going to be a ten minute long video. Like when he posted it on Facebook, he was like, uh, "Here's here's the Drake video I got that apparently now is a ten minute long epic, <laughs> crazy music video." Like you know, that's an interesting that's an interesting concept. Like director of photography, like not really knowing after he they shoot it, like what's it going to look like in the back end and um he's probably walking away from it like oh they they got to cut that shit down and we should mention that Dr- Dr- director x and drake both share the directing credits just like on started from the bottom right um just to confirm too i just checked uh and that was definitely drake's dad dennis graham that does the lip sync at the beginning nice wow yeah. nice. That's great. That's sweet. He bears almost zero resemblance to Drake, but he's really, really good at it. Um, so many times when they when they like they kind of cart the old people in, they're like, "Now you sing the lyrics of the song." Um, it's. <laughs> I've know, tried it's, to do it. I've tried to do yeah, it. Yeah, you tried to do it. Don't try to do it. We'll, we will not link to that in the show notes, but no, we won't. Um, but it's you know it ends up being it's a funny effect. But this guy like he just he sold it and it really worked really well. Yeah, it's 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 hit or miss with old people lip syncing. It's either it either works really well and it like and you and it blows your mind like it like the the old person old the the old person the <laughs> they like really get into it. You know what I mean? And they embody that character. And then and then other times they just look like they have no idea what they're doing or no idea what's going on. And they're always offbeat and stuff. And that that was a, an Angel Hayes video earlier this year that did it really well. It was old people and other sorted freaks but they all lip synced well sort you guys remember freaks. that one yeah yeah I, yeah. Think, I, I think yeah I'll try to was it, what was the Josh the Josh Forbes one yeah uh, it was real weird no, uh, I've, I've no the Angel Hayes one was good. Another one. There's another one. There's another one, a Josh Forbes one. I'm trying to think. Adam, do you remember? I think it was Felix Cartel, world class driver. Do you remember that one? No. That's a crazy one. They're like they're like covered in lipstick and like eating candy. Anyway, that's a good one. So what, uh, what videos did you guys? Well, let's talk. I want to talk real quick about the Akon So Blue video as well because that's an interesting story too. Directed by Robbie Starbuck. Robbie Starbuck and Akon collaborated on several music videos together. One that was like leaked for a moment last week. We put up on the site and then it got taken down. And these videos have been done. The one in the chamber video that was out for like an hour last week and then came and then was pulled and then is now apparently going to come out after So Blue. That's been done for like a year. Like these videos have been. They've been, you know, they've been really like working on a big 
kind of project together. Each one of the videos that Akon and Robbie are working on together are going to have um, a, a version with performances and a version without performances that are just narrative. There's going to be like director's cuts. And interestingly enough, the ones that they're calling the director's cuts are the ones with the performances. Like Robbie's really interested in, in those performance elements where Akon is more uh, in, in more uh, interested in the story parts of it. So it's really interesting dynamic that's going on there. Um, did you guys check out the So Blue video? I'm going to confess that I did not. Adam? Yeah, Sabre. I watched it. Yeah, you know, you're not, <laughs> not so stoked on it? Uh, well, you know, there's a little bit of a story to it. Okay, there is. I, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kidnapping, um, kidnapping maybe and uh, some flaming note. Um, those things happen. <laughs> there are they're big budget videos though, that, which are cool. And Robbie Starbuck and shot by Greg Emfram, so we all know they're going to look good. Uh, but yeah, they're worth checking out and and look for obviously the director's cut of those. I guess we're looking at the director's cut. I'm confused now. I've confused myself. But uh, yeah, I think I think that's a, that was a cool story that I told. Though I'm still proud of myself. I'm very proud of you. Um, and I, w- I actually had it in my in my sort of queue to uh, to watch, but I I didn't get get to it in time. Um, yeah, but cool. uh, you know, it it brings up interesting questions of the because I've been writing a lot on the music video relapse posts about different trends in sort of just like quick narrative con like novelty concepts in a way. That become you know music videos, and you know with the internet, we're you know there's stuff like this is possible. You know longer narrative stuff like Drake's ten minute video, Lady Gaga's Mary the Night video, which was felt like forever. Um, stuff like this is possible. So you know artists that are you know musical artists, I think often have a desire to you know be artists in other areas. So you know I feel like the Akon and Robbie Starbuck collaboration is probably you know that that all that you know dynamic is definitely playing out because as you as you mentioned you know like the 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 director cuts that Robbie puts together that are his director's cuts have the have the music in it and yeah uh, yeah. yeah, it's interesting. I think before we get away from the top ten list, I want to talk about Mayday One Last Standing just because they're they're uh, they're a local act, and I gotta and and um, it's cool to see them up on this top ten list. I, I honestly been following Mayday for a while since they've basically been playing from just around here locally, and uh, it's cool to see that. I'm cool. Uh, I, I didn't know there was like a Miami, um, the Miami music scene was able to extend. Uh, into a top ten list. Now it's at sixty thousand views. It's a it's a it's a lower than some of our other lists. But big up to Mayday and Kimbo Slice for making a ridiculous <laughs> appearance in this music video. Uh, and it's uh it's directed by uh by uh one of the guys in Mayday as well. So that's cool. Band member slash director. Uh, yeah, you have been following Mayday for a long time, and I've I've actually I've uh. Sometimes they get Kimbo Slice and Terry Crews mixed up, so I was like, "Oh, <laughs> Terry Crews is in another video." But Kimbo Slice is definitely different, and yes. he, the intensity that he is bringing to this video is this is a very intense video, and especially because the the Mayday guys are are intense and they're in your face for like the performance, you know, versions, and they have crazy beards. And I, I yeah. get a little scared. 
Um, and especially when Kim, Kimbo Slice turns up on the scene, it's uh, it's he's an intimidating and, and dude. Tech Nine, Tech Nine too is also who features in the song is also uh, in your face, man. Yeah, it's um. Do you, do you know if this was, this was shot in Miami? I'm pretty sure. Sh- um, well, I know Kimbo Slice is local too, so I think it was. I think it is. They were just on tour. But I'm pretty sure this was shot locally. Yeah, this, because, this looks like South Florida. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, it is. I'm pretty sure, and it's got all this local crew that they always use, like all their videos. Like they, the band themselves, um, recognize uh, um, and 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 uh, Burns. They're they're all like the whole band kind of is, is typically involved a lot in the in the music videos, and they have like this the rest of the crew. Uh, that's involved, like the the AD and the DP and stuff. They're all local Miami guys, so um, they they always work, collaborate together. So um, yeah, I'm pretty sure that this this must have been shot down here for sure. That's my guess. Little Miami action, Miami, Little Miami action. Represent, represent. Miami, so, uh, Miami Vice music video uh, edition. Yeah, well, I don't know what that is. I don't know is uh, either. Sorry. Uh, so the but so we might as well just wrap out this list. The list as it appears now. Maybe some some stuff will move around by tomorrow. We got a Rihanna video coming out. One of the videos in our top ten right now has been removed from YouTube. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I actually added this earlier today. Mercy Me, Shake by Mercy Me. Um, Mercy Me is a Christian band, and the guy, the director, actually, you know, was like, "Thanks for adding our video, uh, Irvin Joel Banta the Fourth." Which is one of the only director names I've I've seen that has a the fourth uh, next to it. Um, so I don't know what happened with that, but anyway, I didn't I didn't see it. So, but it. Uh... <laughs> it's <a> video. Um, <laughs> so we might as well talk about the number ten on the list because this also appears on our uh, best of the week list. It's Cage the Elephant. Come a little closer. Directed by Isaac Rent. You guys watch this one? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, it's a good one, right? It's a fun one. It is uh, Mr. Isaac Rentz, who is uh, one of our... He has been on this podcast before. Um, it's, a, it's a very podcast. And this is what I, I really enjoy, the the animation. So I, this, this combines some of my favorite stuff. The animation uh, interacting with uh, uh, live action, which I think they did extremely well, and really colorful, like, colorful, clean line animation. Uh, this is, uh, you know, this is sort of... Uh, Sergeant Pepper ish, the Sergeant or no, sorry, the um, Yellow Submarine ish, Yellow Submarine has been made in 2013, um, with you know with brighter colors. It definitely has that kind of palette to it, and you know, a lot of the videos that I've been you know kind of going through over this past week, they all have this really kind of muted, uh, um, slightly desaturated color tone, which is fine. I mean that works for a lot of stuff. But it's really fun to see like a really ridiculously colorful video come through the through the pipeline as well. Totally, I'm with ridiculous colors. Um, yeah, and I really like this one. And they and Isaac and Kate Shelf and they've worked together a lot. And all of all of their collaborations have been really good videos. They've um, uh, and and uh, so you check them all out. Just watch them all. Yeah, Isaac has has done a lot of good uh, fun things with color. He did the Still Into You uh, video by Paramore. Which had some really interesting kind of color palette, you know, choices in it, um, as well as "Come on, Let Me Ride Your Bicycle" by Skylar Gray. Um, yeah, which was more, which was more of like a you know a 
just outdoor shots video. There wasn't really anything to play with, but he did, he did some interesting interesting. Well, some of the that. stuff that he did, like some of those inserts with her, like um, yeah, yeah, in like the, the, the pinup, pin yeah, 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 that was really good. Yeah, that was good. You're right. Yeah, Isaac's one of the. Well, he's he's um he's he's good at this music video thing. So let's talk about some of the stuff that didn't that that didn't chart or very well in terms of views that you guys uh, you guys liked. Adam, did you have anything that was uh, that was your, one of your favorites from the week? Yeah, I can talk about uh, the Midnight Juggernauts video, which yeah. was uh, actually where does it premiere? It premiered somewhere and really annoyed me that it wasn't on YouTube. Uh, Do tell sure. us so we can add it to our ever-expanding shit list of things that premiere. Yeah, yeah, it was somewhere. But regardless of that, uh, awesome video. I'm going to attempt to say the director duo's name. It's, yeah, I can't. Mer- Mix and Morriso. Oh, this is the cat one. The cat one. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> the one, exactly. And then I was really pleased to learn that uh, this is the same duo that did the Jackson and his computer band video from last week, which I somehow slept on. Um, oh, it was such a great video. Yeah. Yeah, that one blew me away. So, but I'm not talking about that one right now. Let's go back to systematic. So, yeah, this was um, it's kind of what they do. These guys, they do these. Uh, they're non, mostly non-narrative videos, but kind of these crazy montages of random imagery. And this one's all cats and uh, amazing shots. There's one near the beginning that's almost indescribable. It's basically. Uh, a pan shot of the cat's butthole and you kind of like pan <laughs> out from it it's awesome you got to see that but uh yeah just a really uh really cool video just um, lots of really neat effects and camera shots it's like when i was watching it you know i i, I saw the screenshot and i was like oh another fucking cat video you know because there's been so many of those and cats are uh, you know, obviously, very well tread on the internet, and then nobody's. You know, I, I thought, how are they going to do cats in a different way? And then, like that that shot you're talking and you about, saw the butthole. Yeah, that was like, <laughs> and they just kept. It was just like a non-slot, a non-stop assault of just like ridiculous shit. Um, it was an awesome, awesome video. Uh, and uh, and those guys, and, and you know, it's it's really like just like seeing like really colorful videos seeing just like ridiculous videos like that still coming down the pipeline i think is is awesome i love that stuff i will always sit and i will, uh, I was always i will always sit and uh, and and like just like watch the entirety of one of those videos but i think when, that video should be staff picked let's staff pick that right yeah, now go for, yeah go for it and then um it, uh, you know but when like drake's skits come up i tend to hit the Fast forward. Fast, well, there's no fast forward button on YouTube, but skip ahead. Skip ahead. Skip ahead over Drake's kids. <laughs> Yo, we're all, we'll finish the whole album, everything but the skits. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah. Um, Adam Fairholm, what was your favorite of the week? So the favorite of the week for me was something that we almost didn't, or there was a little bit of debate internally of whether to add it to the database after the fact after it was added after it was already there yeah um and that was uh the video for the second version of portugal demands modern jesus this one directed by elliot sellers and um so the first one directed by ag rojas was one of definitely i mean it, it definitely i think will 
be something that I want to be included on our top of, of the year list. I thought it was an absolutely amazing music video. And this version too is uh, an, a live version, but it's it's it was added to the database because of you know as so many music videos do has so many blurred lines and blurred edges. Uh, this wasn't an acoustic version or anything. This was a very, very kind of faithful rendition of the song, and the actual performance, live performance aspect of it was was very you know staged. Um, there were, and had music video elements to it. Like so, at the end, all of a sudden, there's a bunch of people in the room that uh, that they're playing in. Yeah, it definitely appears like there's multiple takes. Oh yeah, definitely, and and it it, it is sh- it's not shot in the way that you know like you get you haul everybody in there and then you get like a bunch of cameras and stuff and you just you know cut cut it up and post. This was very uh, um, uh, thought thought out and planned out. So you know, I think if you look at and every single week it happens like this. Um, we you know you look through the top. Well, usually there's about 60 or 80 videos that come out. You look through that whole list, and the number of like performance videos just gets keeps getting smaller and smaller. And I think it's partially attributable to the fact that um, performance videos tend to, if they're not for huge bands, they get buried a lot because a lot of them tend to look the same. Um, and a lot of bands now, you know, it's tough to pull off a good performance video. You guys, the band has to be. The band is almost doing all the heavy lifting, I think, in something like that. But um, so when I see like a really like like awesome, memorable performance video, like the, like the second version of Modern Jesus, I think that's uh, really helpful because this is a unbelievable performance video. Not in the way I mean, these guys. Uh, if it was if it was a different group of guys, I think it would have been a much different video. These guys are definitely like. I think I wrote a, a post about uh, performance music videos, and I said, you know, they have to be like a bunch of weirdos that you want to look at, and <laughs> you know, you want to look at them and be like, well, God, that guy looks like that's a weird guy. Like, it may be uncomfortable to sit down with him at like a, a restaurant and like talk to him, um, and you get that feeling from all these people here. These are not like approachable <laughs> people. Um, not like they're like you know batshit insane or anything like that, but they're just they're they're artists. You know, you get that. And um, Elliot Sellers, who directed the video, directed the video, um, just does a fantastic job of not making it look like a performance, making it look like a film, look it look like kind of like a. Uh, it reminded me a lot of like the old, like seventies and eighties film performance videos where they would do kind of like a setup like this and do the performance. So anyway, I loved this video, and that just came out today, earlier today. Yeah, earlier today. Um, yeah, it's a fantastic video, and 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 um, if you want to, Adam describes um, the band Portugal Amanda's uh, <laughs> as, um, as a bunch of weirdos. If you want to see how, how weirdos are, they're not really weirdos. I have proof. And that's in the interview that I did with John, the lead singer of Portugal, the man, you guys should check that out. It's on our blog. And in that interview, he talks about <laughs> the first version of modern Jesus. Um, so maybe watch the second version and then go to this interview and watch the first version and then hear about it or read about it rather in a uh, text and then a text. Hmm. Hey, Do that. Hey, Doug, what was your what, what did you like this week? My favorite video is Lily Allen, probably. <laughs> that's, probably Lily. That's a, good, that's a good choice, though. I think I think my favorite video is Lily Allen. That's the video I've watched the most this week. I think I've watched it like four times. 
because I really, I really thought it was super funny, and I like to dance to that song. Um, what about Fork? But you, you were excited about uh, Fork. So, I, so Fork. I wanted to talk about Fork. It, it wasn't my favorite of the week, but I wanted to talk about Fork. It finally hit YouTube today, a couple hours ago. Um, all it's been out all week, but it premiered on fucking World Star Hip Hop. <laughs> like what the heck? Like you know, some some premiere places don't get me as upset. But but disgusting world star hip hop. That's, I mean whatever. It's fork by fucking two chains, so it's fine. Uh, um, I, I wonder if that'll sneak into the top ten. Right now, it's not doing so hot. It's only got a, it's only got like twenty thousand views, and that's on a clean and explicit version numbers being contributed. Um, but the video the the video's all right. I like the song. I like the song better than the video. Um, I, I think it was, yeah, I think it was pretty good. Um, which, which is, it was like a singular performance video by two chains and he kind of carried it off. Um, yeah, I the, mean, it's like, he's like, uh, <coughs> the, the, the concept of the song is what if rap didn't work and, and it's like, he would just be dealing drugs and still be making lots of money. So much money that it, it won't even fold. Um, oh man, you so you much money, it wouldn't even fold. Wow. That's crazy. I played um, that for my mom tonight and, uh. I, I taught her the lyrics. Um, <laughs> and how about uh, Scott Cudmore this week, director? Oh, that's two great. music videos. Two videos, and both of them are are pretty weird. I mean, I guess that's you could say that about a lot of Scott Cudmore music videos, but both of them were really good. Uh, um, I think the the weirdest of the two is "Birthday" by by Royal Canoe. Yeah, um, we, yeah. I was if, if uh, yeah, it is weird. <laughs> it's weird. It's a really good video though. That's a fantastic video. Yeah, it has the. There are certain images that just kind of stick in your head, and there's this one image of this kind of middle-aged lady with a grocery bag, kind of looking up into the sky, and then she looks down and notices that there is a stream of blue liquid shooting out of her grocery bag, and her <laughs> four-year-old son has his mouth open. It is just like pouring all over his face and his mouth and it's just one of those things that does not belong anywhere maybe not in a music video but um i I thought it was hilarious the whole video was just yeah just just like their birthday kids birthday party at the diner and the the kids are all they're (laughs) opening the presents and it's a picture of the guy who's at the other i liked it actually yeah it was Um, great that that one i think we're gonna have to put add that to the staff pick too scott cudmore with two staff picks this week (laughs) i hate to say this but it definitely had a uh, i find this is overused but it definitely had a david lynch vibe to it I don't like it. So I love David Lynch, and I find that it gets used a lot all too often. But this definitely felt like a, actually a scene from Mulholland Drive that's almost similar at a diner with two people talking. That's true, and yeah. It's it similar, actually, the way the scene plays out and all the other crazy shit. People turning into other people. Yeah, and it's, it seems a little – it's, like, brighter, I guess, than, than what I would think of as a David Lynch Well, thing. and they even do that uh, that ambient drone there at one point where it's just mm-hmm. – like, nothing's happening, and then it, like, stops, and then something happens. And I was like, okay, this is David Lynch. <laughs> so there's Adam calling, calling Scott Cutler out for ripping David Lynch off. Go. <laughs> not ripping. Not ripping off. It was definitely intentional, but I but I did feel like he was going for that. It was a reference. For a Lynchian uh, – tribute like hit up with the folk sorry i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> i'm still laughing at this cat cat in this video the cat there. butthole not the butthole i i'm always been did you guys remember the like back in the 
mid to late 90s, there was a really popular shirt that all of the crazy cat girls wore that was like three cats. There are drawings of cats. Three cats walking towards you on the front. But on the back, it was a drawing of the three cats' butts. But the like the cat buttholes were so, like graphically illustrated. That just that shit, and the girls who wore this. The crazy cat girls, you know. You know those girls. The ones who ate the paste, and you know I. <laughs> and uh, I just was always so just viscerally freaked out about this. Are you sure it was a was a shirt and it wasn't a sweater? No, no, it was. It was no, it was a shirt. This is South Florida, so nobody's wearing sweaters. You know, sweaters, fucking sweaters. Um, but this is a good week. I uh, I'm excited to see the Rihanna video, video tomorrow. Um, and if you want to, um, every month we recap the like the the top videos and stuff, and, and all sorts of information about what happened the previous month. And you can actually go to imbdb.com/newsletter and sign up for it right there. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's not up right now, but it will be by the time we get this out. Um, <laughs> and uh, so you, you should also go to Facebook.com slash IMVDB, um, Twitter.com slash IMVDB, and of course, uh, FringeMusicFix.com, uh, which is which adds a lot of the day-to-day videos and also beats us to tweeting about them for most of them. So if you want to uh, stay up on not just the music videos, but also the music, um, then go to Fringe Music Fix. All right. Cool. See you guys. Yeah.